the Acts of the Apostles. Peter began to speak to them. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us, who were chosen by God as witnesses, and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify, testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins, Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
we jump to Jesus' manhood and we meet him once again. He meets his relative, John the Baptist, at the River Jordan. John is baptizing people for the forgiveness of sins, but what John is doing is nothing new. So often we think that this is a novel thing, that, uh, but in the, in the Jewish tradition, it is a very long and expected tradition. Ritual washing was important in many areas of Jewish life. The term mikvah in Hebrew literally means any gathering of waters, but it's specifically, specifically used in Jewish law for the waters or bath for ritual immersion. The building of the mikveh was so important in ancient times it was said to take precedence over the construction of the synagogue. So think about that for a moment. If you were to build a new church, you'd build the font first, and then you'd think about building the church. It's quite interesting. Immersion was so important that it occurred before the high priest conducted the service on the Day of Atonement, before the regular priest participated in the temple services, before each person entered the temple complex and before a scribe wrote the name of God, as well as several other occasions. What John was doing was calling all people to immerse themselves in the River Jordan, to purify themselves from their sins, because it was through their sinfulness it was believed that the Roman authorities had overrun the nation. This was a na national act of repentance that John was calling for. But to John's surprise, the last person he would expect to offer himself a baptism was Jesus himself, his cousin. He says, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And Jesus' response is, let it be so for now. For it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. So often, it, this is seen as Jesus just calmly telling John, even he needs to see, be seen to fulfill the law, what the Lord intends. But perhaps it is more than this. Let it be so for now has a strange quality to is Jesus saying, don't bother yourself about niceties, I'm going to be baptized to be part of the people? Or is there something deeper going on? And when our Lord comes out of the water, there is that epiphanic moment when the Holy Trinity are present in one place. The Father's voice, the Holy Spirit is a dove, and of course Christ himself. So why did Jesus need to be baptized? It is Jesus not saying to John, get on with it, but that through the baptism is not only a purification at the beginning of his ministry, but a moment of his unfolding revelation. It is the shining forth of who he is, a pivot. Let it be so for now to me indicates that through this action, Christ truly empties himself 
and reveals himself not only to John and those around, but also to the Father. This is him acknowledging his humanity so that God knows he is ready for his earthly mission. In a way, and for the first time, the Trinity is revealed that it could only have been so if Jesus had entered those waters of baptism. This baptism confirms the pedigree of the Word made flesh. That the Word made flesh has not only come to dwell among us, but that he is now ready to engage in the work that God has sent him to do. This revelation of Epiphany shows not only the presence of the Trinity, but also tells us something about the economy of the Trinity. Now the term economy, of course, comes from a Greek word which literally means household manager. So only with that simple these days. The economy of a household includes the assigning of roles and jobs within the family. The economy of a home is related to its efficiency. To be clear, oikonomia is never used in reference to the Trinity in Scripture. We refer to the economic Trinity when we discuss the unique relationships among and this is, I believe, why the Father is heard to say, This is my Son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Because Jesus, through his baptism, acknowledges that he is ready to begin his ministry. There is no guarantee, even for the Father, that this should be so, because Jesus has the gift of free will. But he abandons himself to the will of the Father so that we, his creation, may be saved. So how should we, believers, respond to this household of the Trinity? We should rejoice that Christ has emptied himself for us, so that we may be saved. We should glorify the Father who has allowed his Son this role, and we should draw strength from the Holy Spirit who hovers over each one of us in our lives, giving us strength and insight into the utter love of the Trinity. Little Rowan, though not the previous Archbishop of Canterbury, but my two and a half year old grandson, was sent a knitted crib set of figures in early December. They were knitted by granny and great-grandmas and great-aunts and even a great-great-aunt. And he was in awe of this, and mum and dad used it to tell the Christmas story to him. A couple of days later, baby Jesus went missing. And when asked where baby Jesus was, Rowan said, I've got Jesus in my pocket. <laughs> and it took a lot of persuasion on Mum and Dad's part to recomplete the scene because he wanted to take Jesus and show his friends. But I wonder whether actually Rome should be preaching his sermon today. 
especially today for Bishop Ellen, Arlene, Logan, Betty, Janice, Sarah, Aviva, Ralph, Vivian, Lynn, Jim, Edith, Will, John, Dottie, Thomas, Stephen, Claire, Ash, Catherine, Randy, Agnes, Alice, Joan, Franklin, Susan, Kathy, Ava, Laura, Orly, Ellie, Peter, Kirsty, Eric, Gail, Wynn, Harriet, Aliona, Wynn and Jenny, Edie, the victims of the shootings in Fort Lauderdale, and those without jobs, those serving in the military, and all who work for peace, and all those suffering as they flee war-torn countries, are there others? Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, we commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Beverly Hoffman, mother of Ruth Lewis, Kristen Keith, friend of Suzette Ciancio, Jane Wooten, whose service will be here later today, and longtime Trinity Church member Tom Curtin. Are there others? That your will for them may be fulfilled. We pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, let us join together in praying the prayer for our parish as found in your bulletin. Gracious God, we pray that your Holy Spirit guide Trinity Church in this time of change and transition.
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Hallelujah. Christ our Savior is sacrificed for us.